Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. So how would you deal with a former GM who just got out of the seat, stepping on your toes in terms of rules and where you're trying to take things? Yeah, so in our in our campaigns, we have two. We trade off the GMing role, basically as people are getting tired of GMing, because it, it is a stress. Mm-hmm. And it's also nice to have different flavors of GMs, right? So we have um, like three people that can share the GM responsibility, hoping to have, you know, a couple of other people step up and try it, knowing how awkward that's going to be, which is fine. Um, but each person has their own little unique style and stuff. And that's kind of nice to see and encourage and uh, roll with. That said, it could be really hard when, especially as a new GM, you're coming up and the old GM still sitting there. And sometimes the old GM is helpful, and but sometimes they cross the line between being just helpful and being more micromanagey of what they're trying to have you do. And so this could, this could come across in a, you know, a gentle reminder of the rules or more of a forceful reminder of the rules. What I find is sometimes some of the GMs end up turning into the rules lawyer. Um, or they become board players, or they become jokers as well, which is really weird. If they become jokers, it's almost kind of a respect issue, in my opinion, you know? Um, but anyway, so if a, if a GM's coming off their GM duties, let's say for the last, you know, six to 18 months, it is in their nature to kind of continue to GM because they're in that mode. They haven't unpulled that mode out. So if they start to do it, um, I... Typically, we'll thank them for some of their stuff and then tell them I have it. Or if it's a little bit more persistent, I'll talk to them after the game and just say, hey, I really appreciate all the help you've been trying to give me. I just would appreciate it if you wait for me to ask for it as opposed to you volunteering it. Mm -hmm. I know you have a lot of experience in GMing. I really appreciate what you're trying to do. But it also feels like I can't become my own GM because of the advice that I keep getting. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't break into my own mold. Um, and so, honestly, I think most GMs are just trying to be helpful when they do this or they're just trying to break up, you know, they, they're so used to being in that role, they don't realize there's another role to have. And so sometimes it's just an easy matter of just giving them permission to be a player. Like, you know, you can just be a player right now, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm go ahead and I'll GM it. And if I need help, I'll ask. And I would love your help if I ask for it. But otherwise, I think it'd be great if you could just relax and be a player for the next couple of months and rest, like we all agreed you could do. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, I, I don't think this is really a big thing to belabor the point on. It's probably be a really quick episode. But uh, if a GM is stepping on your toes, honestly just have an honest conversation with them after a game. Let them know how you're feeling. Thank them for their help. Appreciate what they're trying to do. But then just say, if I need help, I'll ask for it. And if you think that I'm wading into too much trouble, could you maybe just ask if I want help? Like, you know, something along the lines of maybe even a code word or something. And I don't mean like a code word, but like a a code phrase. It would just be something like, well, Dwight, would you like to know how I would handle this situation? Mm-hmm. With the understanding that and that no is an acceptable answer mm-hmm. without, you know, either party being hurt or offended by it. 
Um, most of the time in this scenario, in fact, every time I've been in this scenario, um, a quick gentle reminder that I'm GMing that person's not, not in a horrible way, just, Hey, I thought I was GMing this. Um, they typically go, Oh yeah, you're right. Um, and they realize they've stepped on a boundary. If that doesn't work, I then can relate to a little bit harsher thing of how would you feel if somebody else did this to you while you were GMing? And that's normally enough to wake up some of the more, um, I don't know, the people that don't take hints like myself. Uh, cause I would realize really quickly, like, oh crap, I'm stepping on your toes. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant to do. I was just trying to be helpful. Yep. I understand you're trying to be helpful. I appreciate your help, but I would rather ask for it than just to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. No problem. I'm sorry. I'll step back. All right. Well, thank you very much. And I do want your help. So don't, don't feel like I'm throwing you out. I do want your help. I just, if I need your help, I'll, I'll ask you for it. And then I would look for ways like specifically if they're the rules lawyer, I'd kind of do the same thing where like. Hey, how would you rule this to happen if they're down the hallway and they're 30 feet away and there's this other spell thing happening and there's a fireball that was just cast? I mean, what kind of rules would you do on hearing, you know, whatever that spell is that the mage was doing right now? Because if you think about it, there's a lot of stuff being packed into a six second frame of time in a D&D round or any round in any game. There's a lot of stuff happening in one to six to 10 seconds of time. And so if there's like, you know, a fireball going off, a clash of metal and metal, and there's like a roar of a lion. I mean, can, is, is there really the ability for you to hear the spell crafts, you know, to, to hear the spell being cast at the same time, given everything else happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, why not ask the old GM what they think about it? I mean, what harm does it do? At the end of the day, you're still the final arbiter. And remember that if you're the GM, you're the final arbiter. Doesn't mean you should be heavy handed. It just means that at the end of the day, you're the one that decides what actually happens in the game and try to be nice about it. But again, if there's no, if there's, if there's a, if there's a blocked vote, if you will, if everyone's at an impasse, you're there to make the final decision, even if there wasn't a vote for it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's it. We'll let you guys go. We will see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.